You're listening to NFT 365, the first daily podcast on NFTs with your host, Fanzo, talking crypto, blockchain, Web3, non-fungible tokens, metaverse, and what the f*** is a non-fungible token? We'll get to that. It's time for today's episode of NFT 365, the only daily NFT podcast minting an NFT every day for 365 days. Powered by the ADHD coin at rally.io, here's your host and digital futurist, the ADHD superpowered Brian Fenzo. This show is not financial advice, so do your own damn research. What's up, friends? Welcome back to another episode of NFT 365. You know, as a not only a diehard sports fan, diehard Steeler fan, it's kind of cool to see how the world of Web3 brings us all together in all creative fashions and allowing us to, you know, build community, connect. Uh, and, you know, funny enough, I like to say shrink the distance between us and those around us. And let's face it, I think the, the pandemic taught us a lot about uh, the need for connection, the need for kind of finding our people. And uh, I have a fun guest for us today uh, who I was cheering for in person uh, in, the, in, the, in the, the stadium in Pittsburgh and now who's uh, been all in on Web3. And we're going to have a fun conversation about what he has going on. Before we do that, got to give a shout out to our sponsor, Crypto Business Conference. Crypto Business Conference happening in beautiful San Diego, October 9th to the 11th over the, you know, we are going to be there full in. If you want to learn web three metaverse NFTs, all of those great things, I'll be your keynote speaker opening day on day two. Lots of great lineup. We'll talk a little bit more about that at the end of the show. And, you know, as we're recording this, this is actually, you know, episode, you know, 299 in a row. That's 299 days in a row. And of course we're buying an NFT every day. And, we are doing a throwback of, you know, our NFTs, kind of like a tribute to the NFTs that we, you know, kind of purchase along the way. And that's always been a lot of fun because it allows us to kind of tap into, you know, our project as, you know, we are minting one every single day for a year, of course, holding all of them and then selling them as one mosaic on November 11th. And we're going to throw back to 275, which was actually back on August 13th. And we, we minted Balloon Town. And for those that are wondering, the, the one that we minted right here in the collection that you see on the screen, the one that will be in the link, I mean, my colors, I love hot pink. I love kind of like misfit uh, chaos. And so this was just the luck of the draw. We literally just minted uh, this art and got lucky that this one uh, was the one uh, for our collection. So uh, from that standpoint, sometimes we get lucky. The art seems to match like kind of uh, my world and my you know things going on. Uh, in other cases, sometimes that's not the case. But with us today is actually the the founder of that project, Balloon Town, uh, Eric Ebron. Thanks so much for joining us today. Welcome to the podcast, my friend. How you doing? What's going on? I'm good, man. I'm good. I'm happy to be here. It's been a long day. Uh, I've been fighting people all day on on Twitter about the makeup of the NFT space and how I feel like it's all going downhill and et cetera, et cetera. <laughs> well, we, we're going to get into that for sure. Right. Cause like there's definitely, you know, it, we talk about, you know, doing a daily podcast, I, I'd say, you know, the, uh, the, our audience gets to hear kind of my emotional roller coaster of, you know, some days are good days, some days are bad. And, uh, and mm -hmm. it's definitely been a, a roller coaster, but, you know, as a, you know, NFL player, are you, you still waiting for a call for a team? to? I'm still, I'm still waiting, man. I'm still waiting. I've, I've, I was a little discouraged this morning, you know, as like times creeping up on us and like people are about to start week one, you know, it's like my, 
it's my first rodeo actually going through free agency this long. So uh, at the end of the day, you know, uh, I had a few talks with a couple mentors, a couple friends. And, you know, all I could do is just stay positive and just be ready whenever it's time. You know, it's, it's the nature of the business and you just got to deal with it. So, yeah, I mean, I mean, I, and I love that you're, you know, for those that aren't familiar, you know, like, you know, we've had, we've had lots of conversation around athletes and their involvement in NFTs, right? And we've had, you know, the good, bad and ugly. And there's a couple of them that I've had in my wallet that were the, you know, the rug pull disappearance, uh, you know, Fox one is one that uh, is still jumps uh, out at me. But, you know, been blessed to also kind of connect with athletes that are all in different stages of um, of their career. And I love, you know, you've been all in now on Web3 for a good while. Um, give us a little bit about your background. Actually, connect the background for those that might not uh, know your background um, as an as a NFLer, but then connect that into Web3. So give us a little bit of that background if you don't mind. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So I want to say we lost our playoff game to, <laughs> to Seattle one year when I was playing for the Lions. And, um, my brother hit me and he was like, uh, hey, bro, uh, you, you you trying to get into crypto? And I'm like, crypto? Like, what the hell is that? And uh, he was like, uh, sorry if I cuss a little bit. No, you cuss is good. You're good. You're good. This, is, this is Web3. <laughs> this is You're all good. <laughs> right, right, right. Okay, cool. I, I, I've been in a locker room my, most of my life, so it's kind of hard not to. Um so he was just like, you know, let's get into crypto. So I'm like, man, I'm not about to invest my money into no crypto. Like, I just got this money. Like, what makes you think about to invest it into, you know, some digital currency? Um, it wasn't until I actually did my due diligence to learn and to um, understand exactly what crypto is, you know, um, the the way it runs, how, you know, you basically have command over your funds. Uh, to me, that was something new. To, that was something interesting. So I started to uh, dabble in it, you know, making small purchases back when things were cheap. Um, and then it wasn't until about a year. I feel like it's been like three years the way I've been so into crypto and NFTs now. But what about a year ago, um, my brother was just like, hey, you remember the crypto funds we was investing in? You want to do something with them? I'm like, what? He's like, Try getting the NFTs. I'm like, I'm like, no, bro. I'm not getting into no NFTs. I'm not doing it. I'm like, you know, let me down to crypto. Crypto ain't really do much for me like I thought. So why would I want to get the NFTs? He's like, bro, trust me, NFTs is different. So he started sending me like TikToks. He started sending me TikToks on Dr. Crypto. Uh, he started sending me uh TikToks on the high Indian, uh, and also like other like NFT little web pages or whatever. They ended up being like really good informational videos. He knows to send them to me early morning. That's the only time I really like studying my phone is like early in the morning. Other than that, you know, three kids, a Puerto Rican wife, my attention's <laughs> pretty much stuck there. So, uh, so man, I started dabbling in NFTs a little bit, like starting to get like my fix on like how to do it, how to get it done. Uh, then I end up actually texting uh, through DM the high Indian who's, really big into like informational videos on TikTok has like over like a million followers or something on TikTok for his informational web three videos. So I get into it, uh, through DeFi gaming. So I started doing like, uh, DeFi kingdoms. I started playing, uh, chubby Valley, uh, start getting into these things. And he was like, Hey bro, I think you could do the NFT, like, you know, like the art form of it and start, I think you learned enough to know, you know, DJ and play if you want to or invest how you want to, whatever. So 
he started showing me how to, you know, properly set up MetaMask and all of these different things. And I, once I started uh, getting into communities, um, that's when I fell in love. So we became boys. I invited him over for dinner a few times. He hangs out at my house a couple of times. Uh, and then he sends me an alien friend out of like a thank you, yeah. like appreciate you looking out, helping me create content, whatever, whatever. Once I got a hold of the alien friends community and they got a hold of me, I was like, oh, this is what NFTs is about. And then from there, it kind of was just like, I never stopped. I love that. I, you know, I think everyone needs that like project, right? That's like, that's like give you that aha, right? It's like the, oh, wait a second. This is, you know, much more than digital currency, much more than just a photo or an image. But, you know, like I, there's also that part, you know, you have young kids, you know, eight years in the NFL. Like you said, you're, you know, still, you know, hopefully getting picked up, you know, soon uh, on that side. Right, right. Um, I'm curious, like from, you know, you know, as you were kind of jumping in, were, were there other players around you that were also in on the NFT side? Like, was there, was there others that kind yeah. of like in the direct influence that were there as well? Yeah. So in my locker room, uh, Terrell Edmonds had an alien friend and Taco Charlton had an alien friend. And uh, I had no idea what the hell they were at the time. Um, but now, um, now I realized what they were rocking as their PFPs. And now it makes total sense to me. Uh, and they were rocking them when ETH was 40, or when ETH is one ETH. Yeah, they were rocking them when ETH was 4,500. And, uh, you know, they had invested into it when it was low and it came up on for them. And they were hype about it, man. Um, at the same time, I, that was the point in time I knew nothing about it, but it still piqued my interest just seeing people understand what they were getting into. Yeah, I love that. I, you know, and I, I was in uh, Alien Friends, I think on. Uh, on day two, I happened to jump in on that uh, on that project, and uh, and it is a, you know it's a vibrant community. I, it is a very uh, not only diverse group of, of humans, but different you know opportunities for uh, you know Alien Friends has a really fun community component of it, but it's also one that has been you know here since the the jump. And so you know one of the things we preach here on the podcast that you know there's a lot of people that have great ideas for great projects, uh, especially those that have audience or celebrity or um, athlete fame. But the thing I preach is, you know, be a collector before you're a creator. And uh, you, my friend, have done that. And I'm sorry. Talk to me. Go from getting a little bit of that aha alien friends to, hey, Balloon Town is something that we want to create. Talk to me through that. Yeah. So uh, like you were saying, uh, creator, I got my I got my wallet pulled up right here, actually. So like um, I started investing, man, it, it went from alien friends to understanding what alien friends was going to be about. Um Got to meet uh, Mason, the, the the artist. I got to meet Sean, one of the co-founders. Um, they just brought me in, um, and it really it really helped me understand community building. From there, man, I started investing in man a, a whole bunch of different things. I think my second project was a DJ tune, so I bought oh, into nice. DJ tunes. My third project was Corky's. I bought into Corky's. Um, then uh, let me look into my wallet. I bought into the uh, what is it? The Gen GNSS art by MGXS. Like I was doing all kind of different weird uh, uh, investment dented fields. Uh, I just started yeah. buying into certain communities. Uh, then it led me to Three Landers and all these different ones, man. And I just started realizing that different communities run their different ways. Different communities have their different ways. Um, different. And essentially I started treating them like, and understanding that they became individual businesses, dead fellas, all these different ones that I own now. 
I, I started to realize, you know, this is like McDonald's, Wendy's, Burger King, et cetera, et cetera. You know, they all have something that they offer that's good. It's just what do you want to be a part of? And if you have liquidity to be a part of all of them and, and understand what you're investing in, then I think it's great to be a part of all of them. It's, if, if it's artistically uh, appealing to you, because another thing that I jumped into NFTs was yeah, my house is filled with art, and I just I just really enjoy it. Um, I end up buying token frames, which is like digital art where you could put your NFT into that. Um, I got one downstairs. My son says, yeah, it's a box right here. I was just about to open it up and try to get my uh, my invisible friend on it because I want to see it walk inside my house. You know what I'm saying? So um, a, bunch of, a bunch of different things that I started investing in helped me understand how to be a creator. Now, I never wanted to be a creator. Um, it kind of approached the, the the plan and the idea kind of approached me. Now, even 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 with like Juju in the locker room, I think Juju is like the creator of creators, right? I mean, you shared a locker room with that guy, right? Like he like lives on his device. So, like, was part of that like, hey, I don't want to do what Juju is doing, right? I'm sure that had to be a little bit of that because I mean, that guy is all in with YouTube and Twitch and I mean every chat every platform, right? He's uh, he's he is the creator. Like no matter where we went, Juju had his camera, and I love Juju for it because he was who he was every day, and he never let it deter him from not being who he wanted to be. Um, I loved it. Uh, the creator aspect, as far as the project, no, I didn't want. I didn't want to have the. Let's see, I didn't want to have so much responsibility over a community like that. It, that wasn't never a thought of my mind. I've always just wanted to invest, be a, be like a, a figment in, in, in the, in the, in other people's communities, be like a staple, like a low key staple of other people's community. I never really wanted to do a project, but my, one of my, one of my best friends is an artist. He's a tattoo artist. So it was like, Hey bro. Uh, can I show you something? I'm like, what do you want to show me? I'm getting a tattoo on my leg uh, for my kids. I got three boys. So I started uh, doing their little, their little portrait on my body. Um, he was like, man, I want to show you these things. I've been drawing these. He said these digital pictures. And I'm like, you do NFTs? He's like, I don't do them, but I want to. And I was like, look, if we can, if we can figure out a good starting point, we could do it. So, man. That's where the story. That's where. That's what got me here. <laughs> that was the that was the birth of Balloon Town, right? And I mean, and I, I'll just say, like you know, from afar, and I just got to give you a lot of props, like the the hustle component of like you all in as a collector, right? But you were also very, you were very vocal, very visual, you know, in showing up and supporting and the projects that were your PFPs as well, you know, and all the while, like I remember seeing, you know, uh, across the sports ticker, right? Like, you know, is Ebron going to get picked up for this team on as a tight end? And, you know, I remember that as I was tracking balloon town and I was like, man, there's like that, like interesting balance you had there of, you know, uh, how that's going to come to fold. Uh, and then the, the, you know, kind of launching the project. I mean, you were hustling every, you know, every Twitter space, every post. Talk to me a little bit about, so you had the idea, you know, tattoo artist. Hey, I mean, and the art for those that haven't seen balloon town art. I mean, it is, it is pure fire. I meant what I said about the one we minted for our collection. There's not many, we, you know, we're buying an NFT every day for a year and we're keeping them all. And, and so for me, I have a little bit of an emotional connection because I'm buying them, you know, and putting them in this wallet and there's not all, there's not many that I'm like, I want that one myself back when we sell the collection and the one we minted for balloon town is one of them. It just is like, it was like kind of spot on to what I, what I love. Talk to me a little bit about, okay, 
you know, from that idea, like from your, you know, you're a, a collector, you got the ideation of the project. Now you're like, Hey, we're going to have to launch this damn discord. We're going to have to figure out this like mittens side. Talk to me a little bit about that. Business. Man. Huh. <laughs> man, you're PTSD. Um, <laughs> man. Um, so it, it started with us generating a story. You know, I felt like everything has to have anything that's successful has to have a good story or a good slogan. You know what I'm saying? Look at Nike is just do it. Or you look at, um, let's say, uh, any, uh, let's say BAYC, for example, they have a great story on how they started, what they were thinking of. It's just, it's just so real. Um, I, I just wanted to do something that, well, me and my artist, we wanted to do something that one people could resonate with. So balloons, you know, no one's done balloons. Uh, they're at every kid's birthday party. They're at every adult's event. You know, balloons are just something that everyone can attach themselves to. Um, the next thing was creating a story on which everyone could, again, attach themselves to. So, you know, balloon balloon animals get captured inside of a, a get captured by cyber bully bots and put inside of a cyber zoo. Um, the balloon bear being the first released animal, his objective is to free the other balloon animals from the cyber zoo. So his way, the storyline we got about it, if you go to our website, we have an entire uh, four-scene video on exactly how he uh, broke out of the zoo, et cetera, et cetera. So our whole thing was creating a dope storyline. From that storyline, we already knew artistically what we were going to do. We were going to create swaggy, cultured, um, new bears that could resonate with everyone um the colors the the outfits the the swag the the traits uh we just wanted to do something that spoke to people and i feel like um you know launching in this bear market and doing the numbers that we've done already i think is is doing exactly what we want for people to do now obviously we have no intention on selling out things are just awful right now for for uh, the crypto market, for the stock, for any market, the housing market, <laughs> any market right now. So, but through all of that, we knew that if we were to continue to build um, through the tough times, <clears throat> we would reap the rewards of the good times because we simply just wanted to create a project that we knew people would love. And that was the whole point of it. That was the only way I was getting into it. It had to be artistic. It had to be something that people would love. And from there, we knew we would, we would have something that was respectable within the space. So I'm going to have to ask, I mean, your brother had to be like, I told you, right? Like, did your brother give you a whole bunch of, I told you so there? I mean, like, <laughs> I mean, I was in that, Twitter, I was in that Twitter space that night after uh, when you guys launched uh, and you had, like, there were some tears in my eyes there. I loved the, the family component. Talk to me a little bit about that. And, and kind of, yeah, man. So yeah, so during our mint process, obviously you you can you can try to um you can try to do everything possible to to make uh things successful and as uh as safe as possible. Uh, I mean take the Utes Mint, for example, they had a network error, they had uh, all kinds of different things that went on. Um and for us during our mint process, we had a hacker. So uh uh through the last bit of our I guess our um collaborations that uh, we were doing with a couple projects. I guess one of our um, managers or mods in the Discord obviously clicked a bad link. Um, 
somebody embedded themselves in our Discord a week before the Mint, strategically planned um, hacker. So when we were doing the Mint, um, you know, he looped his way into a bunch of different channels in our Discord, and he took about thirty, forty, something thousand dollars. Um, cool, understandable. Um, we 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 oust the hacker in, within fifteen minutes, which I really commend the strength of my team to be to be that good. Um, and uh, I mean that, that's that's awesome. Most people that get hacked, like Board Eight, wasn't even able to get their page back for like a day or two. Um, you know, and I'm not that's not a shady comment. That's just saying how good and how well my team works together. Um, so yeah, man. So through that, I mean, my brother, like I, I tell people, I got a notebook one day. I'll put it in a friggin' Hall of Fame um, that shows how how hard I literally worked on this project. And my brother saw that. He saw how hard and how many hours and how many days I spent literally talking, thinking, breathing. This. So to see like how my brother saw how how hard I worked. Um, so he just got emotional, man. I got emotional. I, I I'm not even emotional. He's not. A, this yeah. is what really me up. <laughs> he's nowhere near emotional. Like he doesn't cry. He doesn't nothing. So to hear him, like to hear that, it was like, ooh. <laughs> I mean, it got it got me too. But I will tell you, like, I mean, you're an NFL athlete. I mean, the your commitment and the dedication that goes into that, right? It inspires everyone, right? And there's lots of us that like, those are our dreams, but then also to recognize that you were, you were equally all in with what you were creating here and hearing that through like the words of your brother and, and, and him kind of sharing that in like a respect level, right? Like, I think that's part of the story, like why I, I wanted to reach out to you and bring that out because there's like this easy, like assumption of like, Oh, if I have a big following or I'm a celebrity or I'm an athlete, that I can either, you know, click a button and shit happens or that like, I, I'm just going to use that to get, you know, to jump past things. And I mean, you've done it the other way, right? You were all in as a collector, NFT NYC involved in a lot of the, you know, communities and then, you know, dialed in uh, as of the project. You know, I also, you know, you were very transparent on, you know, as the hacker was going through, like you were demonstrating a lot of the things I think other project founders just have to, you know, you have to own shit happens, life happens. I mean, I, my wallet got hacked here on this collection, you know, back on March 12th and I worked in, in cybersecurity for a decade. So, I mean, that's one of those things as well. Sorry. <laughs> I love it. The kids, the kids in the house as well. So, so you launch, you get through the mint day, you know, project, you know, art, you know, the community is thriving. Well, you have a kind of, a, I'm just curious from a standpoint of like, what's your, how did you like kind of think about building the team knowing there's a possibility today you could get a phone call and have to be on a plane to, you know, suiting up for the NFL. How, how are you kind of balancing those two? Yeah. Um, honestly, I, I, I don't, I don't think that the NFL is going to deter me away from the NFT space too much. Um, I've been doing the NFL thing for, for so long. Um, I really feel like, you know, I, I have that aspect of my life uh, tightened up, um, you know, study, compartmentalize, uh, schedule, you know, be, be, be smart, be diligent about when you want to be in the NFTs versus when you want to need to be studying versus, you know, when it's time to, to go make your money, you know, obviously I wouldn't be spending much time NFTs on game day, you know what I'm saying? Um, and things of that nature, but I would be, I'm, I'm on the phone. Tell me when I'm done. Okay. Okay. Um, obviously, I wouldn't be, um, 
you know, spending a lot of time at NFTs. And you saw how he wanted to peek through the camera when he walked by. It was weird, man. I got three, I got three, I got three girls. We're good to go. <laughs> so, but, uh, yeah, so, I mean, it's just about being diligent with your time, understanding that your time is precious. Uh, lo- would love to still be as much involved in NFTs and in my project as much as I am, you know, not um, – um, not in the NFL uh, right now and as a free agent, uh, the same way I would be if I just got a phone call. And my team will understand that. My team's programmed that way. Um, I've, I, mean, I think I've trained my team to think like me. I think I've trained my mods well enough to think like me. So, um, And they all have my phone number. They all know how to get in contact with me and talk to them every day, talk to my Discord, uh, pretty much a uh, security guy every day. So um, yeah, man, I, I don't think that the NFL will take me away. It's just about me and using my time the right way when I am uh, working and understanding. Um, uh, my, 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 one of my homeboys asked me this. He was like, you know, how would you balance the two? And I said, well, I would actually have more time to showcase my NFTs in the NFL when I'm playing than I do doing nothing. You know what I'm saying? Now I could wear clothes and when the camera's on in those big games and they're like, what the hell hoodie is that? It was like, yeah, rocking this alien friends hoodie, this balloon town merch. You know what I'm saying? I got the chimpers on my cleats, et cetera, et cetera. You know what I'm saying? So there's so much more I can do um, and continue to onboard people. So like my job isn't done just because I have a job. You know, my job is just now, it's just now starting all over again. I love that. I love that. Well, so you have balloon town, but then there's a there's a new one, right? There's a new project that you've been involved with. Uh, yeah. Talk to me a little about Spooky Season. Yeah, so uh, I have a full time artist. He's one of my he's one of my great friends, and I can't push him away from not creating art, right? So uh, honestly, I thought we were gonna go to the anime route next. Um, that was our next that was our next gig. You know what I'm saying? Uh, we wanted to keep things funky, man. We wanted to keep things like going, and then he hit me with the. Uh, me with the uh um hey man i really want to pay homage to bayc and you know i i didn't quite you know create a derivative but you know it is an eight and i'm like ah i don't want to do that like you know i don't want to do that like he's like but look though we call it this and if you actually look at it it looks nothing like a board eight but it is just an eight right so Obviously, it's going to be a theme-based project. We're really trying to hit the month of October. Um, <laughs> once he showed it to me, I was like, this is so artistically fantastic. Like, I couldn't even be mad that it was an ape anymore. I was like, damn. All I could say was, I was like, I was like, damn, man, you really are good. Uh, I was like, I, 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 don't, I don't know how you do this because I can draw bad stick figures. Like I could give you a real shitty stick figure. You know what I'm saying? Like he'll have nice eyes, have broken legs, you know, yeah, it'd be great. But he can, he can manipulate art and make it so good. Um, I just wanted to help him. Anything he does, my job is to resource his work, Um, continue to be a resource to his work, continue to do things that's going to benefit our project. And the only thing I told him was, if we're going to create another project, 
everybody in our community has to get it for free because then you're just helping our community either gain money, build their wallets, et cetera, et cetera. Nice. I like that. I like that part as well. And, I, and I'll tell you, as soon as I clicked on the artist's IG, I was like hooked on all of his, uh, his tattoo work is legit. Like I, uh, you know, that's really good. Some really good work there. And I love kind of like that synergy, right? Like, you know, one of it being born into like that artist and, uh, you know, community component, but also, you know, adding different artists, art, you know, components where you're paying homage. You know, we, we started off talking a little bit, you know, at the very beginning about like just the market, right? So you launched, you know, balloon bears, you know, we got balloon town with blue, you got bears in a bear market. Right. And then we also have just a market that is, I mean, we is all over the place. Like I, I think I had 2000 failed transactions last night, minting my, my youths before I finally, it was like 1155 last night. We went through, um, you know, we have Ledger with uh, the bricks uh, coming up, you know, soon as well. There's like, a, there's a, I mean, there, there's one of these, you know, it's, it's an interesting market, right? Where, you know, some projects are holding off, not launching at all. Some projects are are failing at this point where, the, you know, they didn't kind of plan to survive this whole time. How are you looking at the market? I mean, you launched a, a project, now a second project uh, coming up. How are you looking at it from a creator, but also from a, a collector's perspective? Yeah. Um, so my job is to not, my job is to is to walk the the happy median road. I don't want to I don't want to create a project where I feel like you know I have to pump every influencer into my project. I want to do everything organically. I want to build my own community. I want to build my own foundation because at the end of the day, when things do get shaky and things do fall, um, my foundation is keeping me alive. As you see uh, with the youths, you know, people sold the, sh- the hell out of the youths, and you're like. Well, why? Well, because you gave it to a bunch of influencers and people that this is what they do for a living. You know what I'm saying? So you, I never, I, I didn't want to walk that path. So I decided to do something in the bear market that was going to be sustainable no matter what. Um, and then just continue to build on that. So we partnered recently with IGL City. And if you guys don't know what IGL City is or what they're becoming, um, they're fantastic. I... We partnered with IGL City. Shh, bro, I'm on the phone. Go. Uh, I partnered, partnered with IGL City. And what they are is if you want to experience something that's innovative, creative, separating itself from the pack of uh, of creators or quote unquote creators, um, they're doing that. Uh, I got a meeting with them Friday. I'm flying to L.A., uh, I have a meeting in North Hollywood with them and Master P. We're supposed to be talking about how we're incorporating Balloon Town, IGL City, and how we truly believe it's like the next best thing as we continue to try to onboard people into um, the Web3 space and community. Now, everyone knows Master P has his, pretty much his hand in everything. He's also Snoop Dogg's mentor. So we feel like if, you know, we can if we can penetrate and sell Master P, then we can obviously get the recognition that we deserve with what we're building. Um, so hopefully that meeting goes well on Friday. And then we also wanted to create another project um, to help boost the ecosystem that we're eventually building. So not only will Spooky Season just be an October themed project, but in IGL City come next year's October, we turn that whole city experience into a spooky town. And now we already have a project generated for that. So everything that we do with Balloon Town will always pay homage back to Balloon Town. We'll always circle back to Balloon Town. And that's going to essentially be the baby of everything we do. 
all we're doing is building an ecosystem around it, like kind of like the food pyramid. You know, you need bread, you need this, you need this, you need this to be a healthy source of a daily, a daily dose of, you know, whatever. That's kind of what we want to do. We want to give you this, give you this, give you this. And on top of all of that, uh, excuse my language, we're going to be unfuckwittable. That's my word for it. That's how we do it. That's what we want. That's what we want to penetrate. We want to have that persona going on with our pro with our project and we want to do it all through organic growth we don't want to bring people in our project that's not even doing anything good for the space they just have a platform that they're using to get people to believe that what they're saying is true and that's it's not it's not real you know so um honestly we just want to we just want to be in the middle of the road we just want to you know do what we do Keep it low. Uh, let it let it build itself up, and from there it goes. I love that. And I, you know, I, I back in January, like one of the episodes I did was like my prediction for where this space was going. I've been in the early adoption space for a while. Was I, I felt like not only do we have to treat these as businesses, but we have to think about creating that you know ecosystem that covers all aspects, right? Some in person to you know products to you know metaverse to gaming. You know, we'll put a link out there for the IGL City as well. You know the what they're doing as far as you know building that platform around gaming i think is you know it's it's beautiful seeing a lot of these things kind of come together and i love that you're forming that right and i think for you know any athletes any uh you know celebrities anyone that's looking at this from like this space right like even when you came up with the idea you'd sat back and say okay what is the story and how we're going to think about this from community right and like it could have been so easy to just take, you know, tattoos, artist, right from, you know, put it out, you know, leverage the, you know, the celebrity and fame kind of that you have. And I think there's, there's something really beautiful about that. The the last question I had for you before I you know let it go is, you know, one of the things I'm curious, just from like, you know, as an athlete that makes it into the NFL, I can, I can, you know, pretty much guess or assume you've had people coming at you that wanted, you know, access to your money, access to who you were, yeah. you know, trying to like, you know, pull you in. I'm just curious, like in this NFT space, yeah. there's a lot of that, right? Like, like, you yeah. have to like see through the bullshit. And then what, even when you see through it, some of these people are really good at bullshitting, right? Like they are like masters of it, right? How, how are you looking at that? Cause like, even now I'm sure like the projects out there, you're, you know, you're Eric Ebron from a standpoint of, you know, you're one of the most active athletes, I think in the community side of the, the house, how are you looking at like filtering the those that like want you versus like those that you want to to work with? Because I think everyone's trying to figure it out. And I think you know athletes at least have a little bit of a head start because it's been like that probably for your entire career. Man, oh man. Uh <laughs> let's say eight years in the NFL and people begging for my money kind of helped me <laughs> filter my way through this damn space. Honestly, bro, uh it's 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 tough because some people have really good stories, man. Some people have you know, uh, unbelievable marketing schemes. Some people have, uh, some people are just, some people are just natural born hustlers, you know, and, and you have to be able to filter through each one of these. So simply what I do, man, is I, I just continue to have conversations with them. Uh, one thing that I was taught, uh, through my, through my youth years trying to be an adult is, the more you listen to someone, the more they tell you who they truly are. So what I do is I, I have conversations. I'd be like, you know what, man, I hit you up in a, in a week. And I see if they'll wait that week or if they'll hit me up, like whatever, or how do they play that from there? And then, you know, depending on how desperate or, or how the communication is or whatever, whatever, that kind of, that's like a filter. Um, 
or I'll just continue to have conversations where I'll be like, hey, call me. You know what I'm saying? I'll give them a number, call me. We'll have a conversation. And at the end of that conversation, I'll feel, you know, I'll feel that vibe and that energy because through your words, you're going to tell me what you truly think or what you truly uh, want to be. So honestly, I just continue to, I just continue to talk to these people. I just continue to, I, I never close the door because some people might actually be telling the truth. Now they not, might not know how to articulate it, but they're telling they're telling what their dream is. They're telling how they want to get shit done. And those people you can feel, those people you can, you know, attest to. Uh, other than that, um, yeah, I just I just stay true, man. I, I, I've never been the person to close doors. I've always been taught, you know, you treat everybody the same from the general manager to the G, to the janitor. So um, I, I, I always want to hear people. I always want people to tell me, you know, their story, whatever. Um, it makes me a better person. I see things differently, but I also get to filter out the BS and what you're telling me. So uh, it's not hard. Uh, a lot of practice. Uh, and you just, you just, you know, go with your gut decision at the end of the day. Well, I can say I'm, I'm, I'm kind of proof of that, right? Cause like you and I, I got, I got pulled up into a space. I got to tell you a little bit about my story. I was rocking your balloon town as a PFP and I, I got hit up by a couple of people like, dude, you got to get on the podcast. You got to hit him up now. I was like, dude, he's just learning about who I am. I just celebrate his project. Don't worry. I'll continue to support. And whenever I got the ask, I'll make the ask. I made the ask after you know showing up in some of your spaces. You said, "Sure, let's make it happen," and we were able to make it happen here on the podcast, right? And that, you know, it's a you know Gary V jab 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 right hook, right? There's an element of you know you have to be able to give and support and celebrate. And I will say for anyone that's out there listening, like you know if you know what you, what Ebron's saying here, as far especially from like a standpoint of like if you're willing to put in the time to listen, to learn, to care, I love that element. And like to me, that's the favorite part of this whole interview is that like you're you're living it. And that's allowing you to see through it. For those that aren't willing to put the effort in, this space is full of landmines and a whole lot of, I mean, it is, it is really difficult. So, you know, I tip my hat to you uh, on that side and you love, you know, we'll put some links out there for, you know, spooky season. We'll of course put, you know, balloon town out there as well. Excited to have you in the, in the collection, but uh, any final words, any last things you want to throw out to man, before we shut it down? Um, I'm thankful one. Uh, appreciate you having me on. Um, I really did dig the hoodie in the background when we first started. I peeped that first. So nice touch. I'm a, I'm a big man of swag. So I, I like that. Uh, I like the light in the back too. I need to get me one of those. Uh, uh, so thank you. Um, honestly, um, I'm just going to continue to build, man. You know, it's a, it's a tough market. I would just advise everyone to, if you're here, understand that this isn't the first bear market. It's probably not the last. Um, you know, we're here in this space because we care. Um, so being genuine, um, being understanding and just truly being yourself goes a long way than trying to be other people, trying to uh, act like other people or trying to understand other people. Um, understanding that, you know, NFTs are more than just PFPs. Uh, it's really more innovative than anything that's been created in like the last say 10 years since like the iPhone really. Um, Cause if you think about how much data you get to embed and how much you get to um, strategically build one NFT, uh, once you understand that you would, you know, you would truly see the gift that, of what this, what this is. And um, you're early. I would just encourage you to stay, stay true to, to the space because you're early and, 
being early uh, is usually one of the best things. You know, I wish I was early in Amazon stock. I wish I was early in Apple stock. You know what I'm saying? But I wasn't. So, but I'm early in the NFT. So, I truly look forward to uh, this being uh, that caliber, um, crypto being that caliber. So. Yeah, just stay true to the space, man. It all pay off. I love it, man. I, well, I appreciate you spending the time with us. You know, I think you're, you know, you're living it and you're an embodiment of what hopefully you know inspires other creators, other athletes to kind of, uh, you know, go down that you know that path as well. And you know, you're putting in the work. You know, for those that you know, get, we'll put the links for you know, follow you know Eric on uh, on Twitter. I mean, you're in lots of Twitter spaces. You know, listening and sharing and and, and amplifying. Uh, and you know, and I think the other part of this, you know. It's funny, like, you know, my daughters, you know, they had their first jersey was a, a Juju jersey, right? So when he, he got traded, it was not, it was like a little bit tough. And, uh, and <laughs> my, my daughters went to a, you know, went to a game last season, right? And uh, the thing that they loved, you know, was when, when you caught the ball and the brawn, you know, everyone just screamed out, you know, brawn as loud as they could in the stadium and you could hear that go through. And so when I told them that I had you on the podcast, they were just as excited. They were pumped that, uh, you know, someone that they were throwing, that we were uh, cheering for. Uh, you know, in Pittsburgh. And so, yeah, I hope you, you know, it's like that weird complex, right? I kind of hope you get picked up, you know, back again, as long as it's not another AF, you know, AFC North team, you know, we don't need no no Browns, Bengals, or Bravens uh, with your your help. But other than that, I support, but uh, love having you in the, in the, uh, in the uh, NFT space as well. And, and look forward to, uh, you know, following more and uh, connecting more as we go. So I appreciate you, my friend. I appreciate you, man. Thank you for having me, bro. All right, everyone have a good one. Cheers. Of course, as always, my friends, we want to give a shout out to our sponsor, the Crypto Business Conference. Love having great conversations like this one. I think the interviews are the thing that remind me the most about how important you know offline events are. You know, taking our Web three you know hashtags, our GMs, our GNs, our Wagnies, and uh, taking that offline and and you know connecting with people deeply in the uh, IRL space and and getting to know each other, amplifying what's going on. Uh, and what better place to do that than beautiful San Diego, California? It's happening at the San Diego Convention Center. It'll be a, an awesome one-track intimate experience. So definitely check it out. Look forward to seeing you there. Just go to socialmediaexaminer.com slash NFT365. And until tomorrow, my friends, make it a great day. Cheers. The Mint 365 Collection 100-Day Countdown is on. We're counting down to November 11th when we'll auction off all 365 NFTs as one collection, including a custom mosaic of all the art. Want to bid on this one-of-a-kind Web3 time capsule? For details, keep listening to NFT365. If you found this helpful, let us know by leaving a review. Like, subscribe, share, and do all of those good things. We are greater than me, and as always, the show is over.